good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey there. Lil Baron. <laughs> I know. Here we are again. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. How yeah, about you? Yeah. It's been a great day. It's it, been a great day. So There's, far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. We'll go, we'll go forward with that on the yes. so good part. Yes. So, so, Lil, last week, you'll remember that at the beginning of our show, which uh, incidentally was episode 297 for oh. those who are keeping track. Yes. Last week, we talked about our new initiative, the 50 over I 50. I know. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a series of curated lists that's full of incredible, amazing, inspiring, wonderful people all over yes. the age of 50 who are making a difference in the world in their own way, whether that is through volunteerism or athleticism and sports or Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> I want to just uh, talk a little bit about our rockiness 50 oh, over 50. Uh, like I said, we've gathered together a list of some of the biggest musical artists of all time, but you don't get to be on the list just by being a big musical artist. No. There's, there's some criteria here. That's not enough to just be a great musician or even a successful musician, right. although you want to look for those things. But you have to be over the age of 50. Right. And you have to still be out there rocking. Absolutely. Like you, this is not a list for <laughs> people who are just retired and on the couch. That's These are right. people who are still out there making music. We've included all genres on the list. We've got heavy metal with mm -hmm. Ozzy Osbourne. We've got country crooners like King George King Strait. King George. One of your favorites, <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, my favorite. Uh, we've got R&B artists like Tina Turner and pop stars mm -hmm. like Jennifer Lopez. We've got a wide variety of artists that are on the, the list. Osmonds. Yeah, just, <laughs> just take a look at the list. You're going to love it. You can find that list at the50over50.rocks. We want to invite you to join the discussion. Is there someone that we missed? Right. We want to hear about that. If there's a, a favorite song from one of those artists that yes. just speaks to you, we want to hear about that and join that discussion. But most importantly right now, we would like for you to vote. Yes, vote. So you have an opportunity to vote for your top five favorite musical artists on the list right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take those top vote getters and seed a 32-person Final Four type tournament where you'll come back and vote for your favorite artist head-to-head -head against another artist oh. on the list. And by the time it's all over, we will have narrowed it down to the rockingest <laughs> over 50. It's fun. It is. It's just it fun. is. And if you need to know who to vote for, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Lil can tell you. She has a few favorites. I do. That are on the list. So, so visit the50over50.rocks yes. today and let us know who your favorites yes. are. Now, speaking of the 50 over 50, we also have on this amazing, we also have this amazing list of athletes, 25 mm -hmm. men and 25 mm -hmm. women who are over the age of 50 that will just blow your socks off with their athletic accomplishments. We <clears throat> yes. have world record holders. We have triathletes. We have all kinds of people that are on that list. And today we are honored to have one of these amazing individuals with us. Brad Barton began his middle distance running career at Salmon High School in Idaho, where he grew up on an 1,100 acre cattle ranch. And as a result of his success in high school, Brad earned a scholarship to run at Weber State University in Ogden, Utah. And then, you know, he had a lot of success there, but his career has been plagued by a few disappointing injuries along the way. But at age 53, he broke an 18-year-old record 
becoming the wow. first 50-year-old plus to break four minutes and 20 oh. seconds in the mile run. Wow. Now, I... I, it's hard for me to even wrap my head around <laughs> no. a four-minute mile, but a four a four twenty uh, or the age of fifty is just incredible. Brad, welcome to the welcome, show and Brad. congratulations <laughs> on on breaking this amazing record. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, Lil. What a joy. <laughs> so um, you've you've run your whole career. I mean, you've you've had some some success as a youth as well as in college and then um you know like all of us i know that you you've got a family and a career and a lot of things going on there um but but as i mentioned in the intro you've had a few injuries that have been very disappointing and frustrating along the way in fact you say that you've broken more bones than you have <laughs> records <laughs> tell us a little bit about what that what that journey has been like some of the injuries and then how you've found a way to to fight through it and and overcome them so my kiddos joke with me that in my master's career that i've been very fragile and uh, <laughs> fragile and that what they don't understand is in order to do something that no one's ever done uh, at this age, you got to get as close to the training line to oblivion as possible without going over. If you, yeah. if you go over that line, you get injured. If you don't get close enough, you can't get fit enough to, yeah. to, to break records. Right. And so that's, you know, no one knows where that's at. Coach and I, have been experimenting and sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong. So that, that's a very valid point. And, and I, that's something that I'll admit that I did not fully understand uh, until it just kind of occurred to me. Cause like, I'll, I'll tell you where I, I, I feel like I felt that is in the Olympics where, you know, you're watching the Olympics and here's this, you know, this group of people that's just trained their whole life. And yet, they're oftentimes injured, you know, especially yeah. the sprinters, you know, you see these sprinters that burst out and then all of a sudden they're pulled, they're pulled up because of a, a pulled hamstring. And that always frustrated me. I'm like, come on, you gotta, you got a one chance to, to do this thing. And then you're injured at the Olympics. But it's, I didn't understand what that concept that you just mentioned. And that is that you have to take your body right to the point of breaking and you have to ride that line and sometimes you step over it and then boom, there it is. Yep. And, the the and, problem with that is it's a, an invisible line and yeah, you just you never it. know where it's at. But let me kind of give you a little sketch on how this works. I was, uh, well, let me jump right to college. I, um, after my sophomore year, I served a religious commitment, come back a little bit older. And um, it, it, coach realized that I'm, I'm going to be maybe pretty good at this. Yeah. Um, he redshirted me and somewhere along the line, about two years ago in my college career, he pulled me into his office for about 90 minutes. He says, Brad, there's no Weber State University athletes ever made the Olympic team in track and field. Um, no pressure, and, but we think you can do it. <laughs> exactly. I think you can be the first. And here's, here's what's going to stand in our way and, and mention my considerable weaknesses as a runner. Yeah. But here's what we're going to do to make it happen anyway. And then talked about the strength. Well, 90 minutes later, I was, I was levitating. I, I'm Bumped. ready to go. And with my hand on his door, office door, he says, Brad, he says, let's go do something that's never been done. And I'll tell you what, I got, I get chills just t thinking about the, and talking yeah. about that years later because I was in. That man owned my heart at that point. Yeah. We were going to do this. Well, I get to the trials. One of the, I was ranked 19th in the world. I was one of the favorites to meet the team in the 1992. 
And, um, well, there's a lot to the story, but I, I tripped over the last water barrier in the semifinal round. Wow. Uh, guys, I didn't even make the finals. Mm. Um, and it was just crushing, just crushing after eight years of toil and, um, about uh, 30 days of pity party. And finally I called my coach and I said, let's go do this in Atlanta. And he said, I knew you'd call. Well, yeah. um, years into that process, I got injured again, my, my hip and, um, didn't even make the, the starting line at the Olympic trials for, for Atlanta in 96. And then I'm too old to make the Olympic team. And so let's fast forward a bunch of years. I'm uh, at a at a coach at a high school track meet, and I saw a coach's mile uh, contested. And my first thought was, "What are these old guys doing? <laughs> Great haired, recapture pass glory at a high school track meet. Right, Give me a right. break!" I just remember that incredulity. And then halfway through this race, I'm thinking, "Well, I could do that." Yeah. And and then when the gun went off for the last of this. I realized all at once, oh my gosh, I, I am, uh, I am supposed to do this. I love to run. Wow. And, and it's not just, it made sense up here. In fact, it didn't make sense logically, but I knew I was called to do this. Yeah. And, and, uh, that just sounds even strange to talk about because it doesn't make any logical sense, especially when I realize I'm supposed to go all in on this and I've got a, a family, I've got a career, I'm busy. I don't have time for this. And plus, I'm too old to do what that. I didn't know anything about Masters Track and Field. I wasn't even sure there was anything to it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I want to make this about your listener, Kyle. Will, um, what are you called to do that mm. doesn't make sense? What, what thing, what um, uh, quest are you supposed to do? What kind of a, a business that you're going to uh, start or, or um, education that you're going to get and you're over 50, you know, you're over 40, whatever. And you know, you're supposed to do it. doesn't make any sense, but you know, you're called. My suggestion for you is answer your call. Many of those that of you that are listening will, uh, will recognize that when I say it, mm-hmm. what are you called to do? Oh, go do this. Yeah. Go answer your call, even if it doesn't make any sense. So coaching, I started to, to, to train and I was 44 years old. My quest, I know I'm supposed to set some goals. I wonder <laughs> if I could break a five minute mile at 44. And I it would be up, incredible. Like yeah, I looked up on the internet. There's about a dozen and a half Americans that do that every year. Yeah. I thought, well, I wonder. This is a I feat. Wonder, yeah, that would be a feat. Well, I ran 443. Wow. Um, and then rip my quad muscle. <laughs> it took months to heal. Oh, Brad. A year later, I'm still feeling called. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I got this out of my system. Yeah. I still felt like I had to do this. I got even more fit and ran four minutes, 32 seconds. Wow. Um, and then rip my quad muscle again. Mm-hmm. took months to heal. Then I called my old retired college coach. who had been retired from Weber State University for, for, I think, four or five years at that point. And I told him what I'd done. He said, you did what? He said, how old are you? <laughs> mile. And then he says, what's the world record for the master's age group, 45, 49? I don't know. We looked it up. 420. Point one nine, wow. the freak of nature we're talking about. His name is John Hinton, and he had run a mile at forty-five years old at, in four minutes and twenty seconds. And I said, "What do you think, Coach?" And there was a long pause, and he says, "Well, here's what I think." And here's a here's a man that that is an Olympian. He he made the the um, the uh, Atlanta Games. 
his peers voted him as the head Olympic distance coach yeah, for, wow. for, for the Olympic, for the, the Olympic uh, games. This is one of the most famous track coaches in the world. Here's what he said. He says, I think it's time that you and I come out of retirement wow. <laughs> and go do something that's never been done. <laughs> All those years just flooded, floated away. Wow. I, I was a kid in his office with my hand uh, on his on his uh, my on his door handle, and I said, "I'm in." Let's and do he this had program. your heart once again, Aww. and you were ready to go. So um, the quest began um, weeks and months and months. And coach, I'm ready. Coach, I'm ready. And I'm, and I'm working hard, doing all these t- terribly difficult things. I'm ready, coach. No, you're not. I'm ready. No, you're not. <laughs> we started finally uh, after months of work together with a 426. Two weeks later, and 423. Ooh. Two weeks later, I broke my foot. Oh, oh my word! It was actually oh, he that word. it was coach that broke my foot. He just <laughs> overtrained me, and um, I'm in a uh, in a boot on crutches. I said, "What do you think now, coach?" He says, "Well, maybe we figured out why that's a 30 year old world rec- world record we're trying to break." There's a reason what, there. Huh? What do you mean, coach? He says, "Well, maybe someone as old as you can't train hard enough to run any faster than 420.19." Uh, now I got a broken heart, right? Yeah. With a broken foot, because I was invested. And then he says, or maybe it can be done, and I just haven't figured it out yet. Okay, so once again, I'm going to invite your listeners to, to, to realize that this is not just my story. Okay, this is my details, but it's our story. Because we've all been, we're all faced with a new environment, especially now, right? Yeah. We're all sitting in a brand new, he says, Brad, I've been trying to tra- train you like a, a college kid. And obviously, the environment has changed. Yeah. Says we gotta we gotta re <laughs> look at this. Let's toss out the things I know used to work for you, and and in, uh, let's experiment, and and let's let's invent a whole new way to train at a world class level for a masters athlete. And uh, that's where we're all at right now, folks. In just about every industry, we've got to reinvent what we're doing here. And so I, I just, you know, rather than just listening to this, uh, to this radio program or however you're consuming this on the internet, I invite you to, to think about Coach Hislop's great, grand advice. Let's, let's figure out what we're doing here and, and, and um, the why we're doing this. And we set on a goal. We're going we're gonna to break a world record. We're going to break the, the Masters Indoor World Record, right? A 420.19. What is your 420.19? What are you going to do that you've never done before? So, um, without getting, uh, so I don't get preachy here. <laughs> um, Preach on, brother. Preach on. The, the, the next year, um, after a failure in, in Pocatello, Idaho, in the, in the United States, um, uh, Boise State University, Boston was our first real um, world record attempt, and and I blew it. I fell in my last chance at Cornell yeah. in the in the second round, the second lap of this race. They had there were 19, eighteen little uh, Ivy League punks in this race, and um, I was desperate to get on the inside. I'm in lane three. You can't break a world record in lane three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and an indoor two hundred meter track. Um, I dove for the inside where there was a gap, and it was my fault. Uh, the, the guy behind me tripped, and I fell hard to the inside rail. Uh, separated my shoulder, jumped back up, ran as hard as I could, and 
I, I came, I found a, a stairwell after a few minutes when I could walk again and I called my coach and I, I was really, I was really emotional. Yeah, I, mean, I can imagine. Severe physical pain. That was, this is our last chance, right? Failure. And I called my coach and I just sniffle and I said, coach, I, I can't do this. It's too hard. And my coach yells across the line. He says, remember what we're doing here. <laughs> and I'm like, because I know what we're, we're doing stuff that's never been done. And then he said, he says, if this was easy, it would have already been done. So true. <laughs> and dang it, that's great advice for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And then his voice soft. And he says, Brad, get back on a plane and we'll get Dr. Sharman to fix your shoulder. I'll adjust to work out. I'm going to call that Columbia coach and get you into that last chance meet in uptown Manhattan. Let's get it done um, at the armory in two weeks. And it was two weeks and about four hours from that phone call at Barton Hall at Cornell University um, that, that I ran 416. I say coach and I ran 416 because it, it was a team effort, point, point eight three and set our first world record. And um, so the, the, the story goes on. The next year, uh, we doubled my mileage. <laughs> took nine and a half seconds off the indoor 3K world record. Later that summer ran a steeple that would have won the big – the steeple was so fast, it would have won the Big Sky Conference Championship. Wow. <laughs> in a master's event. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the uh, race director, uh, Dave Milner, it, with, uh, over the last water jump with 150 meters to go, he's, uh, he's on the infield just jumping up and down with a cordless <laughs> mic. This guy's old enough to be their father. <laughs> he's come from the UK. And he's going to beat him. Anyway, it was a pretty cool experience. But um, from there, um, I did it at 48. And, um, you know, just a few months away from being 50. So we decided we're going to break some world records, like a bunch of them at, at, uh, at 50. It, yeah. And uh, I broke my toe, uh, shattered my toe down on a speaking assignment. I'm a professional speaker. Um, down in Mexico, and and that set me back months. Um, I took a wicked head injury in a training accident uh, on a on a, a close encounter with a bicyclist on a, ra- a mountain trail. Uh, I broke I broke my foot. It's another stress fracture. Ripped my quad just days before I stepped on a plane to go break world records. Another head injury. Just a terrible fall, and uh, that still affects me. My brain injury. Um, and then broke a, a toe running up the stairs. I mean, it was just one after another. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and I'm 53 years old. You know, the, the M50 idea was, you know, long long gone. Um, and then coach just asked me one question. He says, why were you doing this? Because I was ready to quit. Yeah. And uh, he retuned me into my to my why. And, um, well, it was last summer that, that uh, stepped on a track and uh, – in Tennessee at Vanderbilt University, and uh, the world record, 18-year-old world record, Nolan Shahid, uh, 425.04, 425. No human being over 50 had ever broken 425. And, uh, and I beat Shane Healy that day, a former Olympian from Ireland, and, and ran 419.56. Uh, so, it, and that's uh, the old, uh, still the only 50 plus year old ever got to go uh, under 420 uh, under, under 420 so it's been an amazing journey and um i i guess the 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 ideas uh, what what are you called to do 
Yeah. What are you called to do? Is it, is it go back to school? Is it to get fit? Okay, why not now? Let's go get this done. Well, I'm not, I'm not disciplined enough. Then create a system, create a support network. Mine was my coach. Can you find two or three friends to go biking with or to go swim with or to go run with, to go jog with, to go walk with if that's all it takes? Get yourself an account of some accountability partners and get on whatever track is yours and go do this thing. Go do this thing. And when you do, your life's going to be much more rich. It's, I called it my, at my energy wake in college. Back when I was running well, I was also great in the classroom. Yeah. I was growing spiritually. I had more confidence when I was in my dating, right? Trying to find a, a spouse. Um, <laughs> I, I was just, I, I just had a zest. Well, I'd kind of missed that. And when I got back on this quest, all that started coming back. Come back and I had this energy wake again. Um, I was having dinner with a friend last summer, a state legislator here in the, in the state of Utah where I live. And uh, he's been sedentary, you know, for, you know, 15 years since high school. Yeah. And, uh, and now he's running marathons. And he said, Brad, I've never felt such a zest for life. And I thought mm-hmm. that really captures it right there. Here he's doing all these hard things, physically demanding things, and he's sleeping better, right? <laughs> he's eating better. He doesn't have desires for, for, for poor food because he's got it. He's chasing a dream. He's chasing a goal. All of us can live that story if we just will. Yeah. You know, there's so much to unpack here and, and unfortunately we're not going to have time to, to really do that. But, but there are a couple of things that I think are just worth emphasizing. And, and number one is you, Brad, were able to do something that had never been done in the history of planet earth that we're, that we're aware of you. You (laughs) did something that had never been done before. And someone might look at that and say, well, yeah, but I mean, that's Brad and he had all these things, but I love your message of, you know, do something that's, that you've never done before, right? Exactly. And it doesn't matter what that is. That could be anything. That could be getting up off the couch and walking around the block. It could be running a marathon. It could be trying a triathlon. It could be trying CrossFit as right. we talked last yep. week with Lori Meshishnik mm-hmm. about Get that. Get down to Southern Utah for the Huntsman World <laughs> Senior Games. Games. Why not? It could be any of those things and any of those, a- anything is within your grasp if you work towards it. And then, and then we've only got 20 seconds, but I just, the other thing that I just want to really emphasize is Holy cow, Brad. I mean, any one of these injuries could have been a jumping off point for you and no one would have thought, anything of it. Absolutely. It just would have been like, well, man, boy, this guy, he worked as hard as he could. And that work was inspiring, but God, he just, he just broke his foot. You know, yeah. he just dislocated his shoulder. It, it could have been anything. And yet you were able to power through. And I, and I think that like what you've said, find your why, find your mission, find the thing that, that is your thing, the thing that you're called to do. And that can be and should be motivation for all of us. Brad, thank you. That's all the time that we oh, have today. You. But let's go, let's go live an active life, Kyle. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Brad, thank you. Hopefully sometime we can have you back and we can continue yes. some of these uh, amazing feats and, and stories and best of luck to you and the things that you're working on. Yes. Happy to do it. Will, Kyle, thank you. Yes, and thanks. Thank you. I, I thank all your listeners. Go and get get some things done. Thanks. Get it done. Yes. Get it done. Absolutely. Thanks, Brad.
So Lil. Wow. Yes. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to get to know more inspirational athletes like Brad, go ahead and visit the 50 over 50.fit. If you'd like to see how we're shining a spotlight on active aging as a whole, mm -hmm. you can access all three of our 50 over 50 areas by visiting the 50 over 50.com. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5:30 PM mountain time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman world senior games, active life. We take this live show. We turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe to that podcast pretty much anywhere. The podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review, share it with your friend right one of the best and easiest places to do that is at podchaser.com slash the active life you can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website that is seniorgames.net so check that out today's inspirational thought comes from aspiring world changer jada selner and she says it's okay to be a glow stick sometimes we have to break to shine oh. isn't that great wow. until next thursday stay active don't miss out on the active life on St. George News Radio, 93.1 FM and 1450 AM, KZNU, every Thursday afternoon from 5.30 to 6 p.m. The Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life will help you get the most out of your life. The Active Life is all about the senior community, full of motivational stories, inspiring moments, and people who add the gold to the golden years. Tune in every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. to The Active Life, right here on St. George News Radio, 93.1 FM, 1450 AM, KZNU. The Active Life is brought to you by the Huntsman World Senior Games.